This episode of Bad Associations briefly mentions sexual assault and may be upsetting to some. If you're needing help, please call the National Hotline for Sexual Assault at 800-656-HOPE. Take care. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bad Associations Podcast. Today you'll be hearing the story from Brittany. Brittany is physically out, mentally out, and on this episode we talk about a wide range of topics. As always, we talk about what was the first thing that made her question the Jehovah's Witness faith. Humorously enough, one of the reasons were why are dinosaurs not mentioned in the Bible, which I think is a fantastic question. I'd love to hear JW answer that. She was first disfellowshipped for something that she didn't do at 14 years old. She was married at 19 and divorced a year and a half later. And then she was disfellowshipped for the final time. But oddly enough, it was for her ex-husband's benefit. One of the most interesting parts of our conversation was her explaining the complexities of her Jehovah's Witness parents having a relationship with her son. It was a great chat, and I hope you all enjoy. Can you tell me about the first time you can remember questioning the Jehovah's Witness faith? Yeah. There were a few things that really kind of did it. The first that I remember was when my paternal grandmother passed away. Mm. So my dad's mom. Mm -hmm. um, And she wasn't in it. She wasn't a witness. Um, She she lived in Alabama, so I think she was Baptist. But she was this amazing person. Like She was the head nurse of the local hospital. She did all kinds of work with her church. Like She was phenomenal. She like the first woman in her town to get divorced. Like she was a groundbreaker. It was this mystery of how can she not get in? Simply because she doesn't believe in God the same way that mom and dad and me do. (laughs) Especially because she did have a faith. It just wasn't the exact same one. Right. And it was, it's not like she was going around doing anything bad. Like, she mm-hmm. was extremely good. So it was this thought of, in her faith, she's in heaven, like, living her best angel life. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we, as a, like, this family unit at the time, didn't think she was even going to get into paradise? Never mind heaven? Yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? That and dinosaurs. This really... <laughs> <laughs> should have been in the Bible. They really should have been because <laughs> it was all done in seven days. So yeah. where were the dinosaurs? Because if you go, oh no no no, it's metaphorical. If one thing is metaphorical in the Bible, the whole mm. book is. It all falls apart. It's true. So when I when I asked my mom, it's like, what about the dinosaurs? <laughs> she was like, it's. It's not for us to understand. It was oh, always classic. her answer. Was, yes. Oh, I can... <laughs> you win that answer. <laughs> Every time. Because then it was like, well, what was before God? It's like, well, nothing was before God. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, our brains can't <laughs> comprehend no beginning and no end. something before. <laughs> right. Like, no, it's not for us to understand. Like, 
And then when you're told that so many times, yeah, you basically stop trying to understand. Right. <laughs> like, it, if I don't understand it, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. So then you stop thinking, which I mean, ultimately, right. that's the goal. Yeah. They want you to stop asking questions. And then way later, I say way later, I mean, <laughs> it's probably four years, five years later. Mm-hmm. Um a neighbor of mine, their son passed away from leukemia. They were witnesses. Mm. And I remember going to this funeral and it was just all these people talking about how everything's gonna be better when he's resurrected in paradise and all this stuff. And I just see this dad crumbling. Oh, I'm (laughs) sure, yeah. Where you could like, faith leaving his body he did not want to hear any of this anymore because I think it was I'd have to look it up but I think the treatment for it was like a bone marrow transplant or something like that and they wouldn't do it really because the whole blood thing is that not is that falls underneath that that's news to me my god I didn't know that did at the time i don't know if they've sort of reassessed what does and doesn't actually qualify the rules are always changing it's always changing (laughs) but it was like anything from another person's body into your body basically was like a (laughs) no-go uh you know bone marrow yeah but i can see it i guess there's blood in it but yeah i think I don't know what ended up happening to that family, but I would be gobsmacked if they were still in the religion. <laughs> yeah, who can blame them at that point? To watch your own child just deteriorate for when there's a solution yeah. is, I don't know how they did it. Probably the two really big ones where it's like, this isn't, this isn't how you're supposed to live. Yeah. Do you have siblings? I do. I have an older brother and an older sister, but they're way older. Um, so my sister is the middle child, and she's 12 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So I never remember them being in it. They left as teenagers as well. I think my brother might just be disassociated. Like he, I, I don't think he ever went through the process of being disfellowshipped. I think he just walked out and was like, later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Work this out amongst <laughs> yourselves. I'm out of here. <laughs> you guys sort it out. Um, I'm out. <laughs> Good. Right? Like, don't. just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you owe no one an explanation. Just go. <laughs> and then I think my sister did go through it. I want to say aggressively. From what I know, from nice everything, you know, a life with her, I'm going to go with, she created a hostile work environment for those elders. <laughs> <laughs> They've earned it. It's fine. Um, only my parents are in it. Like her, my mom's brother and sister left. Her parents were in it. They're no longer with us, so I don't, they don't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And then my dad joined for my mom <laughs> and his parents were never, were never in it. Wow. So no one is in it. it my parents are an island <laughs> in this family. What was the order in which that you three left? Um, 
them well before me. I think I think it went in like age succession. Ah. <laughs> brother, sister, me. Since my sister was 12 years older than me, my brother's 14 years older than me, we never established really strong relationships because I wasn't allowed to talk to them. And they were basically never at home. So Got it. We never we never bonded in that way. Even now it's still kind of strained just because we don't have any of that. Like we never did all those growing up things together. Yeah. That makes sibling relationships so strong. Yeah, I get that. So it's weird. I feel like <laughs> I joke around of I'm the youngest only child because <laughs> <laughs> we just never did like I don't know well I do know why <laughs> because yeah. of being witnesses and they would try sort of connect with me and talk and do all these sibling things but I was still young enough that I was in it too much to really sort of be like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. We could totally sit back and chat and do whatever. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. <laughs> Did you have a conversation with your parents before you left? Because you're the you're the last one out. I know. Um, no. Well, <laughs> I've been disfellowshipped twice. At like 13, 14, I want to say 14, I got disfellowshipped the first time and it was just the stupidest way because I went to we moved um when I was 13 we moved from a more suburban part of Florida to Miami and it was shortly after the move I was like I want to go see all my friends so I went back to visit and I was third I had already started to live a bit of a double life like once I was in middle school and I didn't I wasn't under constant supervision <laughs> Like after school, I would hang out with people, I'd go to other people's houses. There were to witnesses. It was very scandalous. A 10, 11 year old, this is the most thrilling thing I've ever done, is go to someone else's house after school that my parents don't know. That was a big ordeal. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, I want to I wanna go see my friends. And they would witness friends and stuff like that. But my parents were like, okay, well, you have to stay at our friend's house. And I was like, okay, well, they're old, so that sounds fun for me. So I'm staying at this older couple's house, so I sneak out one night. Thinking I'm super slick, I pop the screen out of the window. Oh my god! I don't know how to put the screen back in. So oh, wow. Ultimately, how they figured out, like, she went out last night. That's but they didn't catch this. you that night? They figured it out the no, following it was Oh, just, well, you got away with it in some <laughs> degree, then. A little bit. Uh, yeah, once they saw that the screen was just kind of like propped against the window, they were like, um, <laughs> that wasn't like that before. But so I snuck out and I went to hang out with one of my friends who was still a witness. Like so far, I haven't done anything particularly bad, but right. we hang out in his room. Oh, oh. the scandal of hanging out in his room. And I didn't know that he was a bad association because he smoked weed. We did that, but then nothing else happened. Okay. Like we just, we did that. Obviously we were teenagers, so he wanted something to happen, mm -hmm. uh, but I wasn't prepared for that. So this all happens, of course it gets found out about. And me being well, uh, the kid that I thought I was, I was just like, this happened, I'm sorry, oops. 
I was like, now we have to talk to the elders. Uh, what? And they were in such disbelief that two teenagers could hang out late at night in a room and not have had sex. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, the, over and over. And then what happened? And then we kissed a little bit. And then what happened? We put on a movie. <laughs> yeah, like, and then, you're going to be really like, bored with this story. Like, like, I promise you, this story is not exciting. You were getting me into, like, you guys are punishing me for having experimented with weed, which, okay, fine, whatever. I get that. But that's it. <laughs> that simply because I'm not super apologetic and you think I'm lying, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, and what's wild is that if it was another situation, I mean, the list is endless, but if it was another situation where it was you coming to the elders for assistance or to report something, you'd have to come with a lot of proof, several right. lines Just of proof. A mountain but, of evidence. But they disfellowship like, you for nothing. Bad. Yeah. Right. That's wild. <laughs> Unsurprising. So I decided to lean in to being the Ah, okay. <laughs> like, fine. You know what? You want to disfellowship me for having had, like, a puff of weed? Because, again, I was, like, 14. I didn't know how to do it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to learn how to do it the right way. And I ah. am going to have sex. And I am going to do <laughs> I mean, like, you might as well. It's a fair I'm argument. I'm going to go hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I was still a minor living at home. So that really only lasted, like, a year. <laughs> me being like okay I can't I can't put up with this anymore because then it was room rates of oh, we have to filter out what she's listening to we have to look through all of her journals we have to do all of this stuff and it's like I can't I can't live like this anymore I guess I'll go back <laughs> oh no but it never like from that time on it never sunk in for me anymore because it's like you got me on nothing and altered my whole life yeah. because now all of the friends that I had can't talk to me mm-hmm. won't talk to me they don't care that they don't even care at this point that I've been reinstated so I lost all of them I'm in a whole new place where I haven't been able to make any real connections because you don't let me socialize outside of the witnesses Mm-hmm. And shortly after getting there, I didn't get to socialize within the witnesses. So it still just became just me just going with double life. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just, until I can get out of here, double life. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> and that's what happened. Like, I had boyfriends outside of the witnesses and boyfriends in the witnesses at the same time. And the ones outside would know. <laughs> If anyone ever sees us in public, we're not dating. Right, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> we just happen to be at the same bookstore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're just. You don't know me if someone walks each other up. at Starbucks. Exactly. <laughs> like, we've never met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just shove them behind a door. <laughs> I don't know this man. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> right. So that just became my everyday life. Where it's like, I don't even know who I am because none of them know who I am fully Mm. anymore. Which is a surreal thing to go through. 
So I did end up going while still in it, went to therapy because I mean, I was the depression and the anxiety were just off the charts. <laughs> mm. The motivation to get out of bed was never there because what am, what am I doing? Yeah. No one knows me. <laughs> no one knows who I am. I'm not allowed to connect with anyone. So the, we go in there like, yes, she's depressed and she has social anxiety. My mom's like, what are you depressed about or have social anxiety about? Like, you have a whole community. How do you have social anxiety? I'm not allowed to talk to people. Yeah. I'm not allowed to have relationships outside of this, at least not deep ones. So I, I don't connect there. I know I'm living a double life, so I'm not connecting deeply with people in. Mm-hmm. Of course I have anxiety. Like... <laughs> I'm relentlessly treading a thin line of being found out. Yeah. You, did you have anyone that have? you could talk to about this, whether they were in the cult or out? Um, yes and no. Like, I would talk to, I had one sort of on again, off again boyfriend that was out, and I would talk to him about it from time to time. And he was like, <laughs> he was so sweet. He was like, would it be easier if I was in? It's like, well, yeah, of course it would be easier if you were in. That's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So he went through, like, studying with someone. But he was never going to, like, go further than that. Which I'm really glad for because the guilt of actually, him actually, like, committing to going in would have been horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it at least opened the door of we could see each other chaperoned socially. True. A little yeah. It was at least like, I can talk to you now and it not be this weird thing of who are you on the phone with? Oh, uh, so-and-so from that congregation. Constantly trying to remember what my last lie was. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the worst part about lies is then you have to keep who up with them. did I say I was talking to? Wait, and so oh. you were disfellowshipped for the smoking pot thing, right? Mm-hmm. But how long were you disfellowshipped for? Uh, I want to say like a year, roughly. And what, what was the process like for getting reinstated for you? You have to write a letter, of course, mm-hmm. which had to have been just the most passive-aggressive thing I've ever written. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'm so sorry that I smoked weed. Still promise that I didn't have sex with that kid. Still stand by that. I'm sorry that while I was out, I dyed my hair purple and that I kissed a girl. Thanks. Love you. Bye. (laughs) 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 They read it back to me and they were like, and you what? (laughs) You're not going to just throw that in there like we, like Um, it's not a big deal. Actually, if we're being clear, I kissed three. (laughs) (laughs) Who's counting, you know? I'm like, okay, well, you're allowed in, but you can't, like, comment or really socialize still. I'm like, okay, cool. That's really beneficial. Thanks. I'm so glad that I'm in, but not. Thanks. Because then you have to, like, prove that you're, like, in it. You're in it to win it again. (laughs) So I was going and I was had all of my little scribbles and notes on all the little magazines 
oh yeah, this is a good point. I'm gonna highlight this and do all this. I'm like, let me make a show for you guys. <laughs> Look how good I'm being. <laughs> how long did that go on for? I want to say it wasn't terribly long because I was still young and I feel like they were sort of, I was getting like fast tracked a little bit. I was like, okay, she was just a little kid. So I'm back in and reconnecting with everyone and doing all that again. But half of me is still just very checked out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care about any of this anymore. But when I'm in this building, I'll be your little dance monkey. <laughs> yeah. Out of this building, I'm not telling you anything anymore ever again. None of what happens outside of this now is any of you guys' business. Because I tried telling you. I tried being on it. And you guys wouldn't believe me. So. Yeah. They still like <laughs> chastised you in a way for something you hadn't done. They could have just stuck right. to what you were admitting to. Right. But no, instead it was very, they were very hung up on this couldn't have possibly happened the way that you're saying it did. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so what's the point of even trying? (laughs) Yeah. Why why would I tell you now? Ever. And so you get reinstated after a Mm -hmm. year. And then how long from that point to when you got to fellowship the second time? (laughs) So I got to fellowship the second time at 20. But the journey there is just that'll that'll be the long, the long crazy bit of the story, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm back in, but I'm still living this double life of I have all of these like outside friends, outside boyfriends, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we get, to, I want to say I was like 16 because I think I could drive, and I was gonna hang out with like sort of boyfriend after school and I was like we'll, we'll go hang out or whatever like I have from the time school is over until about six o'clock where no one is with me no one's home yet so it doesn't matter where I am and what I'm doing mm-hmm. so I hang out with this guy and not great things happen <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that yeah and the next day I'm at school and one of my classmates who we were in like my favorite class together she came up and she was like why like what is what what is this mood that you're in today i was like i think i was raped yesterday and i was like wait what yeah but in my mind i'm still living with don't ever tell anyone anything (laughs) right yeah in the truth and out yeah in out no don't tell anyone anything ever of relevance mm-hmm. it's like we have to tell someone like, no we don't you're not understanding yeah this I, hasn't worked out this, well for me in the past th- i don't tell people anything i don't like that i told you right <laughs> she's like well we have to, we have to go tell someone you pick a teacher like, okay then the class we were just in mr so-and-so's class okay let's go tell him which man why am i telling him that man oh (laughs) yeah good point there had to be someone else like pick somebody else we're half these teachers are women why did i pick a man (laughs) (laughs) so i go and i tell him what happened hating the whole time (laughs) he's like we have to go like 
tell the guy to the counselor. Like, no, you guys, please. I don't want to tell anyone. This is too many people. Yeah. <laughs> Go talk to the guidance counselor. Guidance counselor. Well, you're, you're going to have to tell the police. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. More people. <laughs> so at this point, I'm again. Aside from the guidance counselor, these are all men. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that I'm talking to, and I maintained a really great relationship with the two two police officers um, that That's sort funny. of like were assigned to the school. Right? Like, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, especially in Miami, we had two. Right. <laughs> so I maintained a good relationship with them afterwards, but during even telling them, I was so guarded in what I would tell them mm-hmm. that they never even got a good, clear story of what happened. Gotcha. So they're sitting there going, "We can't do anything with this unless you really." really tell us what happened like, yeah no but you've already been burnt by that <laughs> right so i can't I've been so burned by telling people things that now i don't want to tell anyone anything so they're like okay well obviously you don't have a car here so who do you want us to call to pick you up I'm like my dad hey, oh man another man, <laughs> another man. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like oh my god because i knew in the back of my mind, my dad wouldn't want to talk about this. Mm, my okay. mom would. <laughs> but my dad, being a dad, is like, yeah. I don't ever need to know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's is, what you needed at the time. This is what I was looking for. Right. <laughs> like, needed one person, but not... <laughs> right. Just don't ask me questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So I call him, and of course, now we have to go talk to the elders. <sighs> How many men do I have to tell the story to? Yeah, more men. <laughs> and more men. And again, guarding my story so closely that they're only getting just enough information to understand that I said no. <laughs> mm. Which is kind of enough for me. I mean, it really should be right? enough for everyone. But I said no. Just be aware of that. Yeah. Like okay, well, I've demoted. I guess I don't know. Not like how to describe it. Basically, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, let's just take a little. No, no commenting for a little while. Like, okay, fine. Like privately like approved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which again. I said no. <laughs> yeah, like you being punished for it. It's just, Why are you yeah. punishing me for this? And it was because I was hanging out with a bad association. Mm. And then that became their like poster for why you don't. Like, oh, of course. Thank you so much for using my story. Right. For your little extra propaganda. Yeah. Of here's what can happen. Like, well, yeah, it can also happen here, but anywhere. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget about that. <laughs> yeah, they but leave okay. that detail out commonly. Yeah. <laughs> it happens out there. We're mm-hmm. there. So then it just 
kept reinforcing this notion of like, I don't belong here, <laughs> but I need to get out of my house. <laughs> but there's no, there's no reinforcing of like, make a career, get an education. There's, there's none of that. So I'm just in the back of my mind, piecemealing. How do I get out? What, what gets me out? And yeah. that's getting married. Getting married gets you out. So I got married at 19. <laughs> was, I mean, was this person a good person? <laughs> at least? <laughs> I, I want to say yes. But we were not healthy for each other. Got it. Basically. He saw his parents go through a divorce because I think his mom had an affair. Mm. So she was disfellowshipped. And his dad was still in it, but she got custody. So he still had to live with her. Mm -hmm. Which created weird... That was was just a toxic house to visit. I imagine. (laughs) But it created in him so much distrust. And then you combined that with me not being trustworthy and we were just so unhealthy that it's like what what in our mind made us think this was a good idea yeah that marriage would make it better how would marriage make this better (laughs) you're just backing us into a room together yeah (laughs) forever so how long did you date before you got married we dated for a while and off and on so I mean he had been at that point the longest relationship got it so getting together maybe around 16, 17 and of course we do the things you're not supposed to do but we never had sex so it was like we don't have to tell anyone like Mm -hmm. thank you (laughs) thank god I'm glad (laughs) glad I finally found someone right understands you don't have to tell everyone everything all the time right (laughs) at least you understand that (laughs) (laughs) you combine it with just how unhealthy we were Mm -hmm. and it was no wonder it didn't work (laughs) yeah so young too the back of my mind was like how can no one why is no one trying harder to stop this Not that I necessarily would have listened. True, right. But it just was very like, how does no one see this? How does no one see that this is not healthy? And that we should not be together. Because we were both just so psychologically manipulative to each other. And myself included. I can't even be like, oh, he was terrible. Like, no, no, I, I was no angel. <laughs> right. So we get, and get, he takes me to my high school graduation and he had like gotten me a gift. So he pulled off to the side of the road and he was like, oh, I've, I've got you this. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God, he's proposing. On my did, way to and did you feel excitement? Graduation. Or did you feel like, oh, dread? I, it was dread. It's like, Red oh, flag. God, no. <laughs> okay. Just just pile in the red. It's just raining. <laughs> it is raining red flags every time we're together. 
<laughs> and that should have that should have been the thought just the whole time of like no that's not if the thought right now is oh god please no right <laughs> then that's not the How, person for why, you why would it be better just like three months later when we did get a game right <laughs> what were those three months gonna do yeah <laughs> nothing we we're gonna do anything we were gonna get worse not better absolutely <laughs> but engaging you know getting married we'll fix it we'll be fine um so we did and then that was the most awkward thing because i'm 19 mm-hmm. planning a wedding <laughs> who, who takes a 19 year old seriously at a bridal shop True. like how that's not uh, i don't know it was just so off and so wrong because then I could invite my brother and sister to the ceremony but not to the reception which then was its own special family drama did they know that you were kind of mentally just trying to survive the thing or did they at that time think that you were diehard they thought I was fully committed got it because we never, my siblings and I never established a good relationship. So right. I would, why would I tell them all of this? Right. <laughs> why would I bring up any doubts or any trauma or anything deep? Mm-hmm. Because they're out. They're out and they're going to use it to turn on my dad against me so that I'm out too. But I'm not ready to be out. <laughs> I get that. So really, they probably wouldn't have. But when you're just like going through survival mode for so long, everyone is your enemy all the time. Absolutely. (laughs) You're always an island. You're always fighting a battle that no one else is seeing. And so we got married. And a year and a half later, we were divorced. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you couldn't see that my, coming, but, no, <laughs> but that's really fast my, at the same time. My joke was his, the engagement ring that he gave me was a sapphire. Because mm-hmm. you can't afford diamonds. We were 19. Right. <laughs> so I would joke afterwards, diamonds may be forever, but a sapphire is about a year and a half. Oh, love it careful what you get guys well I mean it's better to <laughs> only waste a year better. and a half than to you know yeah. some people waste decades before they realize that's oh yeah for sure and then I felt because I left so suddenly in his mind that I knew I needed to get a lawyer because he wasn't going to divorce easily. Wow. Okay. Which I get I'm like 19, I'm 20 years old at this point going on. I gotta hire a lawyer. And so <laughs> it was you that initiated the divorce? Yes. And did you talk I, to the elders or your family about it at all? No. I didn't talk to anyone at all. And what happened, it was sort of a cascade of events that mm-hmm. happened of we had 
this other couple friend that my ex-husband now him and I went on like a succession of trips like we had two two or three weddings to go to and like one was down in the Keys one was up in Canada and all this stuff so we were out of town for I want to say like two weeks for a little bit mm-hmm. and our other couple friend the wife left during that time frame wow and the husband came and he was like I feel like hanging out with you guys was the only thing keeping her here and to me that was the first person to have left oh okay because all of our friend group after us was getting married mm. and then was prompting like all the questions from people of like oh now we're all going to joke of oh who's going to get pregnant first and in the back of my mind having had no like proper sex education at this point was if i get pregnant my only choice is to kill myself oh wow that's sad because i wasn't i had never looked up the abortion option like i never true that yeah was, why would you yeah in the back of my mind the only choice and i was like this this is not the way you're supposed to be in a marriage <laughs> yeah, you should be looking forward to it, maybe not it looking forward to like, suicide. Oh, it's a conversation we could talk about, maybe someday have kids. But no, it, they were very like, well, you guys were the first that were married. You guys will be the first to have a kid. I will be the first to die. <laughs> <laughs> so please stop wishing that upon me. <laughs> Did that woman ever say anything to you, like? Even no. in hindsight, that you can think she, back on. For all I know, she was kidnapped. <laughs> she wow. was gone, and that gave me like the moment of you can just leave. You can just go, and if you mm. don't take your phone, no one can find you if you don't want to be found. Interesting. So she didn't just leave him, she left the the cult as well. She left everything. Wow. She packed her bags and was never to be heard from again. <laughs> I mean, I the respect only way that. The suspicious was because she packed a bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> we know she wasn't murdered because <laughs> we know that she was still alive out there somewhere. She packed clothes. <laughs> wow. So that is what I did. I packed up clothes and left. I turned mm-hmm. off my phone and was gone. And then it was like I need a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> because he will not go quietly into the night. <laughs> yeah. Cuz even and that was crazy too because sitting in an attorney's office 20 years old I'm like well you were married for such a short time but Florida is like I guess a commu- common a community property state mhm and he was like so technically you are entitled to half I was like I don't want 
a single fucking thing from this man. (laughs) Yeah. I just want him to sign the paper and I'm only hiring you because I know I can't make him do it. Right. (laughs) But you can. You are an attorney. You can make it happen. (laughs) Right. You can get this resolved for me. (laughs) He's like, but you'd be entitled to like spousal support, something. Like, no. Literally nothing. I just want to be out. Nothing. Except for him to not ever have a reason to contact me again. (laughs) Yeah. Just the peace and like the escape is enough. Yeah. That's all I was looking for. And then even in okay wait i'm jumping ahead <laughs> like wait wait wait, hold on after i had left of course word gets around mm-hmm. quickly that something is happening in this household <laughs> they are correct so i start hearing from my parents like we just want just come over and have dinner we just want to see what's going on no they don't okay fine no they don't no you don't so I go, I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll go to my parents and have dinner and enlighten them to the absolute nightmare that has been the last year and a half. Right. He was standing outside of their apartment. <gasps> no. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you. <laughs> okay, good for you. Oh. <laughs> uh. Betrayal, no though. To you. Betrayal. So much betrayal. I'm like, how else could he have possibly known that I was going to be there? I never go see that. <laughs> yeah. How would he have known? So we get there, and I had run off to my now husband's apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was staying with him. And... My ex is standing there, and he's like, you just ran off to go be a whore with that guy. Uh, it was the one and only time I have ever bitch slapped someone. I mean. <laughs> Literally in front of my parents' apartment, just whack. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me so surprised. He was like, come get the rest of your shit we're done <laughs> but you're cool. like I kind of wanted to be done anyway so I mean, like that was the whole point the so whole point <laughs> whole point so I go into my parents and like I'm gonna go get the rest of my stuff from his his house I'll be actually you know what? I won't even be back just goodbye <laughs> <laughs> I clearly didn't invite me over for dinner <laughs> yeah so I get like what's left of my stuff and all that and I leave and go back to the apartment that I was staying in and it was just one of those moments where it's like I really have no one right now mm-hmm. Yeah, I have none of my old friends I have not my parents not any childhood friends because mm-hmm. they were all gone the first time anything happened so it's just me, all by myself. <laughs> yeah. And even so the part that I had started to jump to was even in the court, in front of a judge. It was like, 
is there anything else either one of you would like to say? And I was like, no, I just want to be done. And he goes, I still think we can work this out. Dude. <laughs> like, is it not enough that I've assaulted you? <laughs> what more do I need to do? <laughs> what, what is left that I need to do to get you to see the point? And yeah. the judge very calmly is like, well, Florida's also a no-fault state, so done. Smack the little gavelly thing when <laughs> divorce is, is official. We're done. And it was the greatest moment. <laughs> the freedom <laughs> to of just it. No. That I was I was done. It was all done. <laughs> there was nothing more to be done. Did your uh, parents ever talk to you about this whole divorce thing and the fact that they had your husband there or your ex-husband there? No. (laughs) We have never spoken about any of that. (laughs) For the best. Probably. (laughs) And then shortly after that, the guy that I was with, which is now my husband, got a job offer in California. So we moved across the country. We're like, perfect. Yeah. I don't have anything in this city holding me to anything. Absolutely. Let's go. Totally fresh start. <laughs> so we moved. And I ultimately ended up reaching out to my ex-husband just in like an email being like, hey, now that I've had some time, I just want to apologize for like how that happened. You didn't deserve to be blindsided (laughs) yeah that's nice of you so um i apologized to him and we've had relatively cordial sort of emails back and forth for a little while Mm -hmm. which was nice because it was i mean he didn't deserve the toxicity of that relationship he's neither one of us did so (laughs) yeah it was nice to just sort of like make a bit of peace to it and then a while later, I get another email from him going, have you ever bothered to get this fellowship together? It's like, no, why? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. He's like, I'm not allowed to date or get remarried until you get this fellowship. What? Because <laughs> under God, we were still married. <laughs> Yeah, but you're, there was already proof that you had been moved on into a different relationship with someone else. Oh, I know. But no. Wow, his Which congregation is screwing him over. because <laughs> so weird. Because first I got this fellowship because they didn't believe me. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I got reproved for having been assaulted. Cool, thanks. <laughs> right. And now they won't let him just live his life. Huh. It just, it's like, ah, oh, it was so mind boggling to me. But it's like, okay, that's, that's fine. Like, have your elders reach out to whatever congregation is in this city and I'll go do that. It's fine. Yeah. Because in, in my, I still, I want nothing from you. Right. I do not. I did not ask for spousal support. I did not ask for half of our things. I didn't. I wanted nothing. I just wanted to be done. 
and you found something that still tied you to me. Yeah, but I mean that's that part's not even his fault though. I mean that I feel like that congregation is really because in any of the congregations I've ever grown up in and all of my friends, it's that's never been the rule. The rule has always been like you need to have proof that they've moved on, whether they got remarried or they're living with someone of the opposite sex or whatever. And if you Mm -hmm. were out here, even if like your Facebook status said Brittany's in a relationship with John. That would have been right. enough for like your spouse in my congregation to remarry. He wouldn't have needed to do all this to be free That's to remarry. So funny. I feel like they're just screwing him over, which sucks for him. But it does. The, so again, I the did. inconsistency of the rules in this organization. So they're so all over the place. Mm-hmm. Because then I meet with this like California congregation, which was so surreal to be in that <laughs> building. Just yeah. <laughs> Flashbacks. Like, hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I need you to disfellowship me. <laughs> I bet they were like, what? That's like, how often does, does someone come in and say that to them, you know? I guess they had had, uh, of course, they all have like files on everyone. So right. they're sort of like flipping through this little like binder, probably. <laughs> like, so, um, you're in a relationship with another man that's not your husband I'm like well i don't have a husband <laughs> right i'm Just divorced so you know, maybe maybe you want the, the piece of paper because i saved it <laughs> i'm not married anymore i'm i'm in a whole new relationship let's let's go mm-hmm. like set me free please set him Matthew. free set everyone free yeah <laughs> Just, please no more I'm like, okay, well, do you two, and then they go through all the questions. Do you two have a sexual relationship? I'm like, why yeah, we live together. Why should you even have to answer that? <laughs> I'm asking, please just let me go. Yeah. Let me go so you can let him go. Right. Please. Just, I'm like, yeah, we live together. Of course we do. <laughs> We're in the same bed every single night. Again, once again, them just trying to pry and ruin people's lives. They wanted, they wanted to know so much, and I just still, I was like, you don't need to know literally any of this, right? (laughs) So no, just I am in a relationship. We do it pretty regularly. (laughs) Yeah, you don't need to know the fine details. You don't don't need to know the regularity, right? Just let me go. So they did and everything. I sent my the ex an email and I was like, I met with them. Like, you should be free. <laughs> Please. Be free. Have you talked to him since? For the love of God. No. Well, the, there you go. That's all I needed. It worked. That's all he needed. <laughs> but then I kick myself because prior to that point, mm-hmm. there was no technical reason my parents couldn't have a relationship with me right but then afterwards there was there was right like why why did why i should have just let him like no you get this fellowship <laughs> yeah it should have <laughs> just been his problem it. you're right <laughs> this is not my fault why did i let this be my problem <laughs> you're so right <laughs> 
because there wasn't. They, and I still, I mean, my parents and I aren't close, and the inconsistency in our relationship is maddening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I can always tell when they've recently had like a talk. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of either trying to bring people back or don't talk to them. Yeah. It's always one or the other. And then I'll get a little like, a little reach out, a little nudge. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, just wanted to see how you were doing. I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. So fake. <laughs> Everything is still great in my life. It's fine. I promise. Everything's great. Because mm-hmm. then when for a little while after I did get remarried, they would try they would, would try to have a relationship, but it always turned like like everything. It every conversation with my mother has to turn to oh and sister so wanted to say hi and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. You're like, I didn't like Sister So-and-so when I was in the cult. I certainly don't care about her now. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay, well, I don't know the person you're talking about, but you're welcome to reach out to me. Right. I'm very visible. (laughs) Right. I'm I'm pretty pretty easy to find on the socials. I have a (laughs) long, one-of-a-kind name. Right. (laughs) Combine it all together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really easy to find. I think I'm the only one of me. <laughs> right. So it's just so strange because then when I had my son, well, when I was pregnant with my son, they would talk to me like daily. Hmm. Like, oh, how's it going? How are you doing? What's going on? What did the doctor say? What's like, they were, they were in it. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I have my mom and dad. They're here. We're we, we, we have a relationship we can do this just don't talk about god right <laughs> that's all we need there's just one topic that didn't feel selective to, to you talk about they're so selective on mm-hmm. what they choose and when they choose to like do anything yeah because then when i had my son they came out super fast we were still living in california they flew out um, I think they were still living in Florida at the time. They flew out and like within like the first month of his life, they're out there. Wow. But it's so, it was so strained and surreal and like <sighs> I can feel that you don't want to be here. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. The vibe is reverberating so hard off of you. <laughs> that I am uncomfortable in my own apartment (laughs) yeah please make this stop so they they pop back up every now and then and it's just every time it's so (laughs) so like see through Mm -hmm. (laughs) I always know what they want this second that name pops up on my phone (laughs) (laughs) so they still pop up for your son or do is that not a thing anymore only when he was new still pop up from time to time last year they came out to visit us we had moved so they've come out to visit 
wherever we've lived like a total of three times <laughs> well four if you count when they came to visit my son they visited us twice in california once when we were living in northern part of texas and once when we built a house down in like outside of the austin area mm. and that's that's it so when they were here last year my son is obsessed with watching youtube like every kid right <laughs> just it's always on he always has the ipad always blasting always blasting someone playing with toys or a video game or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's always youtube on in my house so my mom comes up and she was like there's this video do you think he would want to watch it she's okay. she's a sweet southern lady she talks real quiet and soft like that and it's like um it's a trap. Yeah, i mean you can try <laughs> I, if, if you want you can try i don't know he mostly watches youtube so i guess if it's on youtube he'll, he'll probably give it a shot right okay True. she goes in and she's sitting with him and i can hear them in the other room but i'm not really paying attention to it because i'm like what is my mom finding on youtube mhm <laughs> going to interest my son for more than 5 seconds right i cannot imagine what she could possibly be showing him that would hold his attention mhm and i'm trying to figure out where to like take us for lunch cuz we're in a, like right at the cusp of rural mhm <laughs> If you go one more mile, it's branches. <laughs> right. That's actually the perfect really, place to live. It's when you're right on the edge. It's amazing. Right at the edge. So we have limited food choices. So I'm trying to pick through. My mom's so picky. My dad's really easy. Only half the things are ever like open on certain days. So I'm just sifting through like every restaurant within like a 20 mile radius of is it open? Would my mom like it? No. Is it open? No. Is it open? Yes. Would my mom like it? No. <laughs> yeah. Cycle continues. Endlessly looking through this. And I hear from where they're off watching this video It's something about finances. I'm like, okay. <laughs> What kid would want to hear anything about that? <laughs> Super fun for right? You guys. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> the party in the media room over there. Right. <laughs> I'm only like half listening to it cuz I'm trying to figure out where we're going to eat. We're like saving money and making sure you find the right job, stuff like that. And then I hear it switch. and making sure you set aside money to donate to the organization. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I wept out of my seat. Yeah. I don't think I've ever moved across my house that fast. Right. <laughs> with such swiftness and determination. Yeah. I bolted into that room and I was like, "Mom, I need you to come help figure out lunch." Jeez. Because my husband like must have heard like the same like little bit that I did because we look at each other and we are just like, "Nope. No, no absolutely not." 
<laughs> so I go in there. My son looks up at me, and his face is just like, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to watch this. Exactly. <laughs> Can you blame him? Like, cult aside, that sounds boring for a kid. He doesn't want to watch this. Yeah, no. But this is grandma, so I'm going to be nice. He's but like, it's talking about <laughs> dad. And mom says, we don't, we don't talk about that with people because they get weird about it. And I yep. feel like this is what she's talking about. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> like, yes, this is exactly what I was talking about. That's why I don't talk about this with people. She's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Jeez>, people. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I like yank the, I just pick a spot. I'm like, we're going here. Get in the car. Yeah, you've lost your options now. <laughs> Take them out so fast. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like, I don't know how to get out of this now. <laughs> like, yes, welcome to my whole childhood. <laughs> like, you know, just, <laughs> your 10 minutes was my whole life. <laughs> yeah. How do I get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you, you yeah, were there yeah. to save them. You know, unlike know. for us, when in our childhood, nobody was there to save us, you know? No one was saving us. Yeah, she used to send, um, like, books and pamphlets and magazines and all that stuff. And it never even made it into my house. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> like, oh, a package from mom. I better open it first. <laughs> yeah. Thank you don't need to be gone. adding that to some poor child's mind. No. <laughs> Never mind that we don't we don't go to any churches or anything. Like my husband was raised Catholic, but I mean his joke is like he did Catholic school. He's good. He's done. Yeah, all done. That was all he ever needed to do. <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and having left the the truth, <laughs> like yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. There is You're not missing anything. No church I want to go back into. <laughs> so we've sort of come to the realization of I do need to figure out how to talk with my son of about like religions and stuff like that because mm-hmm. especially here in Texas, I mean, right, true, yeah, God is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but at the, at, with all of the drama of it all, I'm glad that you got out. I mean, it's not. There are definitely some major bumps in the road, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean, you got out and you got out while you're still young. A lot of people that I interview and people like that comment are always saying like, oh, it's so nice to see people get out while they're young because, right. you know, not that it's ever too late, but you can get a lot, you can kind of make up for lost times when you get out at 19 or 20 versus, you know, yeah. you leave at 80. So it's nice that you got out. like. Yeah, now I've like I'm back in school. I'm getting a degree. I'm like, Same. I'm delayed. I know. <laughs> gosh. Like, yeah, while trying to like it. work a full time job, you're trying to be a mom. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But it was one of those where it's like, I'm in a place now where I can do it. Like mm-hmm. financially, blah, 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 blah. financially, right. <laughs> I can do it. I'm. My son is in school, so I can do school while he's in school. And it just, it aligned to a nice organic path of this. This is why all of that 
happened when it did. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Maybe not all of it needed to happen. Yeah. Maybe not all of it needed to happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not a, everything happens for a reason. No, you, the, it, there's no, no good reason some, that some of these things happen things. to you. No. <laughs> it just so happened that you were able to, like, make it through and make the best of it. And it worked yeah. out in the end, but definitely didn't happen for a reason. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not a reason. I don't think everything needs a reason no there's i mean childhood cancer result right (laughs) there's no reason reason. yeah like there's there's just not rape i mean there's not there's no upside there's no glass half full of the situation no bonus points for any no nope it's just you figured it out time was on your side and you handled it that's all that means i will say the only thing that probably sort of i wouldn't have gotten to hear without certain thing yeah would have been the getting married when I did because I wouldn't have it wouldn't have prompted like a succession of events that got me to where I met my now husband yeah I totally get that I'm like I don't see I don't necessarily see if we would have that how we would have met each other otherwise right like it was messy and not ideal (laughs) right (laughs) but it got to here where mm-hmm. we've been married now. Oh, good lord! Since two thousand seven. Goodness. <laughs> so a long time. I don't yeah. Want to do math in my head. Right. Now. Worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> yeah, it worked out. That's that's all it needed to do. <laughs> yeah. I do agree. I feel like the timing worked out pretty well for me on different things, and so I'm like, well, I can't really be mad because. Even the negative stuff. I don't know if you feel the same way. Like there's certain skills and things that I have had that I only have because of the cult. Um, mm-hmm. The Witness Underground documentary. Did you have a chance to watch it yet? No, I haven't. It's so good. And one of the guys really? in that documentary, he he mentions that kind of like how we're really good at public speaking. Um, Mm -hmm. we're all really good at talking to strangers. We all take rejection pretty well because door-to-door witnessing, like you get the door slammed in your face all the time. So there's certain things about me that I like, but I have to Mm -hmm. be honest where it's like, I'm good at public speaking, not because I'm super social and bubbly, but it's because Thursday night meetings, like that's the only reason I'm that good at it. (laughs) Yeah, that is so entertaining because I found that I get, extremely anxious going into a social setting because I'm like oh my god this is I have to go like connect with people like hi my name's Brittany and I already live over there and we moved here this long ago and we did all of this right but once I'm in it I find that I can be really really good at it right (laughs) like I will be the life of the party. It'll be so fun. Come on, guys. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Oh, you do that? It's so exciting. When did your son go to school? And you're so this one. This And right. it's all of this. But then when I'm with my actual close friends, I am so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we just have a glass of wine and watch the sunset for a little bit? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Exactly. I just want a little bit of quiet for a little bit. 
but yeah. any other setting like no silence let's go <laughs> no sitting, yeah no sitting with my thoughts my thoughts are scary no thinking <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's easy to to think of it and say like well I'm grateful for some of this bullshit because it got me to meet mm-hmm. my husband but the whole doesn't mean all of it has like some good right. roots to it <laughs> yeah it's like between that and knowing how to acclimate to a situation mm-hmm. yeah really well yeah leaving a cult a will make bit, you adaptable you never really find yourself in the cult right true <laughs> but it also makes you very moldable into whatever whatever situation you need to be in like I worked at a very like conservative financial office cool I can do that I have an excellent business voice (laughs) I don't know her she's weird but she's very professional (laughs) (laughs) yeah agreed but she's real professional and she does a good job and my mom's side she's very fun (laughs) it's like you become you know how to be different people because you've never found just you yeah (laughs) definitely able to adapt what you're presenting according to who you're around for sure Mm -hmm. and like that's that's a good skill but it can also be a bad skill so it's like a a balancing act of like trying to not be manipulative or be fake mm-hmm. but it is it does serve its purpose at times for sure it definitely what advice would you give to anyone that's listening that's still physically in but maybe is mentally questioning or is mentally out have the exit that you want mm-hmm. whatever it is like if you are someone where you feel like you need a goodbye do that like make sure you see all of the people do all of the things like whatever whatever you gotta do make sure you do it so that there's no lingering feelings afterwards because I know for me it needed to be just close the door or never look back <laughs> like, mm. like you turn into a pillar of salt if you look back don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great example. <laughs> exactly. But that worked for me. Because leaving was the closure. If you need to have that moment of maybe you were in your head saying goodbye, like they don't necessarily know. Because obviously it gets weird if you start telling people like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Because then it can snowball out of your control very quickly yeah and then it's not necessarily the exit you want anymore you're sort of being pushed out the door versus you knowing that you want to casually walk out the door or slam the door behind you (laughs) kick through the whatever it is that you need to do to feel like it's resolved then do that because otherwise it'll it'll linger and it'll gnaw at you of I should have done it this way I should have done that I'm really mm-hmm. upset that I didn't get to do this like <laughs> the memorials always felt 
like like a special occasion because they were treated that way. Right. It was like, uh, it would have been nice to have gone to like one more with my mom and dad. Mm. Just because it was like a nice thing. But now I would never, I would never do that. I would never, I would never give them that hope. <laughs> but if I knew I was never going to go again, it's one of those where it's like, maybe you would have looked at things a little differently if you knew ahead of time that it was the last time. Yeah. It's very similar that to people that like when someone they love unexpectedly dies and they right. think back like, oh, like, I, I never got known. to say goodbye if I'd only yeah. said this. Like, they, that would be it. They say the things you need to say. Like, so whoever it is, even if it's someone that you really just need to scream at, maybe just scream at them. <laughs> it's the last time you're going to do it. So, you might as well.